Gamba Osaka vs Shonen Belmare 2021 J1 Season Round 38 Panasonic Stadium Suita Saturday December 4, 2021 Kickoff, 1400 hours, JST It's the end of the J1 season and spirits are in the sky, well not really in the case of Gamba or Shonen who have both endured campaigns to forget. These two meet at Panasonic Stadium on Saturday with the Narutsuri having only pride to play for while Belmare's top flight survival hinges on this game as well as Hiroshima's visit to Tokushima. As long as the the side from Kanagawa match or better their Shikoku-based rivals result at home to Sanfreki then they'll be fine. However, former Gamba centre-back and assistant Kantaku Satoshi Yamaguchi shouldn't count on getting an easy ride from the Outakuro. Gamba will be keen to avoid closing the year out with three losses on the spin and while recent defeats to Nagoya, 1-3 and Kawasaki, 1-4, look poor on paper, both Grampus and Frontale were rather flattered by the final scorelines. It should be pointed out though, that in the context of the Narutsuri season as a whole, with chances being ceded to opponents at an alarming rate, these kind of outcomes have to be expected from time to time. Last week Shonen fluffed their lines too, going down 1-0 at home to relegation rivals Tokushima when a draw could have all but secured their J1 status and a win would have sealed the deal. In their defense, Belmare had to deal with the shock death of Brazilian midfielder Reeler Oliveira and the build-up and that tragedy was likely a significant contributing factor in their limp display. They must now dust themselves off though as they are very much drinking at the last chance saloon and need to put in the kind of performance that would have made their fallen teammate proud. As this is the final match preview of the year, a couple of quick parish notices. First, I'd like to congratulate Kyoto Sanga on their promotion back to J1, Having four Kansai teams in the top flight is great for the region and also gives me the opportunity to once again moan about the lack of professional clubs in an area with a population not far off that of Australia. It'd be great to see the likes of FC Osaka and FC Tiamo Hirakata as well as sides from Mia, Nara, Shiga and Wakayama one day compete in the J-League. Finally, thanks again to everyone for all your support this year, I really appreciate you taking the time to read, comment on, share and like my posts. Honestly, the fact that I can put up an article on WordPress and see that it's been read by people from all the world's inhabited continents within a matter of hours still blows my mind. At this stage I've no idea where 2022 will take me, but I'm always open to ideas and suggestions. Oh, and in case anyone wondered, Yokohama FC, away, has been the most viewed match preview of 2021 to date, rather randomly. Tale of the Tape As I alluded to above, I felt the nature of Gamba's last two defeats was a bit harsh and that's backed up by the fact that the seven goals the Narutsuri conceded came from an XG against figure of just 2.74. This wouldn't really offer me much comfort if I was a shonen supporter as I'd be worried that Gamba might be due a lucky break at some point in the upcoming 90 minutes. While both Kawasaki and Nagoya have extremely efficient attacks, the same can't really be said about the men from Hiratsuka which is evidenced by their top scorers Wellington and Naoki Yamada having just five goals apiece. Like Gamba, Shonen averaged less than a goal per game in J1 2021, 36 in 37 outings versus Gamba's 33, with that number lying 0.12 below their XG for average. At the other end of the park, among sides in the bottom half of the standings, only Hiroshima, 40, have conceded less than Belmare's 41. Gamba, 49, ranked joint third for that particular statistic which is actually just marginally worse than when they finished second 12 months ago. 1.32 per game in 2021 compared with 1.24 last year. It's interesting that the name Sanfreki crept up as I was going to mention them anyway with the two fixtures between Hiroshima and Shonen this year producing some particularly odd outcomes. First, Belmare won 1-0 at the Edion Stadium despite recording a season-low XG for of 0.18, 
However, things were evened out and then some in the return match at the Lemon Gas Stadium. Following Kosei Shibasaki's early sending off for the visitors, the home side pounded Takuto Hayashi's goal and racked up a 3.06-0.07 xG victory while also posting season best stats in the categories of shots for slash shots for on target, shots against slash shots against on target, possession percent and passes completed. Unfortunately, in the real world all that added up to was an extremely frustrating 0-0 draw which combined with the farcical ending to their 4-2 home loss at the hands of Kashiwa in June and skipper Takuya Okamoto's long-running bitter battle against VAR has rather summed up the Kanagawa outfit season. Shonen have drawn 15 league games to date this year, more than any other side in the division, and the 10 of those recorded at home have been particularly damaging to their hopes of progressing up the table. Away from Hiratsuka, Belmare possessed the fourth-worst record in J1 with just 17 points from 18 games. Interestingly, Damba are fourth bottom of the home standings, averaging just a solitary point per outing at Panasonic Stadium. The Narotsuri should be keen to end a disappointing year in winning fashion in front of their home supporters and with the spotlight very much on this clash, as well as the one taking place at the Pakari Sweat Stadium, we are likely to see a strong Gamba side take the field with the majority of the starters probably still being on board come the commencement of the 2022 campaign, so don't go expecting any mass downing of tools. If I was devising the Autokuro strategy for Saturday I would suggest using Shonen's desperation for points as an advantage. Gamba have been poor at home, in no small part, because of a susceptibility to the counter-attack. With that in mind, the Narutsuri should treat this like an away game and invite Belmare onto them keep a compact shape and aim to pick them off on the counter. Head-to-head. Shonen and Gamba played out a largely dull and uneventful 0-0 draw in Hiratsuka at the beginning of June, the Narutsuri's final league match before heading off to Uzbekistan for the ACL group stage. Significantly though, that hard one point moved Gamba out of the relegation zone for the first time since the opening round of the season. Both fixtures in 2020 were tight affairs also, Belmare stunned the Narutsuri with a 1-0 win at Panasonic Stadium their first league triumph in Suita under their present name. Gentamiura misread Daiki Kaneko's neatly threaded through ball, it's been quite a surprise to see him disappear without a trace at Reds, and centre-back Kazunari Ono fired home at the back post to seal a smash and grab three-pointer. As I discussed in detail in this section last week, that result sparked Gamba into life and they'd go on to lose just three more times in their remaining 19 league outings to finish the year in second. En route to that runners-up spot they exacted revenge on Shonen, defeating them 2-1 on their own turf in early December. Yuya Fukuda's fine strike from the edge of the area was cancelled out by Hiroto Nakagawa before Patrick won the game midway through the second half. Masaaki Goto, deputizing for the ineligible Kosei Tani, later pulled off a fine stop to deny the Brazilian a second and the Narutsuri had to be content with a 2-1 victory. Gamba Osaka Being the final week of the season, this section features a bit of a hodgepodge of information so I thought bullet points was the simplest way to format it. Just one win and seven points gleaned from the opening 12 games of the year combined with the COVID cluster to scuttle Gamba's season before it ever got up and running. It's worth noting that since then they've accumulated 36 points from 25 matches, 1.44 points per game, a rate that would have seen them sit join 8th with Avispa Fukuoka had it been achieved over the course of the whole year, excuses, excuses, I know, why do I mention this you ask? It seems that Oita Kantaku Tomohiro Katanosaka will be in charge next year and I felt it was right to attempt to measure where Gamba currently stand when you factor out the impact of the COVID outbreak, a factor that will hopefully be absent in 2022. To counterbalance what could be construed as the cherry-picking of stats above, let me point out that in the three of the last four seasons Gamba have flirted with the drop zone for various lengths of time. 
This is a far cry from the trophy-laden glory years of Nishino and Hasegawa which all of a blue and black persuasion will hope Katanosaka can rekindle. Patience is the key, however, Rome wasn't built in a day and it's important for the Narutsuri's front office and Tifosi to remember that. Gamba's home kit for the 2022 campaign season will be unveiled before kickoff on Saturday. This, of course, will be the first uniform to be adorned by the new club crest which I'm sure will lead to some interesting takes on Twitter. Personally, I hope to keep hearing opposition supporters going on about the new badge well into next year, as that will probably be a good indicator that Gamba are doing well on the field and the club's detractors have to look elsewhere for things to criticize, tongue half-planted-in-cheek while typing this, just half-mind lol. If anyone was wondering, yes I was purring as Takashi Osami rolled back the years to slalom through the Kawasaki defense, leaving my mum's favorite Shogo Tanaguchi for dead before dinking the ball over Jung Sung Ryong in the 17th minute last Saturday. More of the same this week please. Usami's strike partner Patrick is currently sitting on 13 goals, joint 5th in the top scorer's rankings only behind the leading marksman from the current top 4. To put the 34-year-old's performance in context, this is already his highest ever J1 haul in a Gamba shirt, beating the previous record of 12 set in 2015. Granted he did score 20 for Sanfrecchi back in 2018, but I still think it's apt to say he's aging like a fine wine. On the subject of Gamba's forwards, Remove the tallies of Patrick, Usami and Leandro Pereira from the equation and the rest of the squad have amassed 9 goals from 37 J1 games, I'm not sure there's a strong enough word to convey my feelings about that. Gen Shoji being dispossessed by a Kawasaki midfielder midway through the second half of Saturday's encounter which subsequently saw him berate teammates for not warning him is indicative of the issues that have been plaguing Gamba throughout the year. I remember a few weeks back in the draw at Arawa, a Reds player was racing past the halfway line on a dangerous counter-attack and Shukurata took him out, receiving a yellow card for his troubles. At that time I thought to myself, that kind of thing should have been happening months earlier when the likes of Shoma Doi and Takuma Nishimura were allowed to canter through the Gamba defense almost unopposed before scoring. Katana Sakazoita sides are generally among the league's least booked teams, so hopefully he has something up his sleeve to stop the Narutsuri constantly finding themselves on their heels with marauding forwards bearing down on their goal and Masaki Higashiguchi left to save the day time and time again, 116 saves for the year and counting. Gamba sit 13th in J1 at the moment and due to having a far inferior goal difference compared with 12th place to Hiroshima, minus 16 versus 0, they can't finish any higher. They hold a mere two-point advantage over Kashiwa in 14th and the Sun Kings have a winnable-looking final fixture at home to Oita, so it's definitely in Gamba's best interest to aim for three points against Shonen in order to finish as far up the table as possible. Incidentally, due to playing catch-up for most of the year, they've actually only spent one week higher than 13th in the standings, that was following their Hiroto Yamami-inspired 1-0 victory at Shimizu in August. Team News Typical, you get to the end of the season and just about everyone is fit again. Backup goalkeeper Ju Nikamori is out as a result of undergoing hamstring surgery, while forward Leandro Pereira suffered a relapse of his hamstring injury and is currently back home in Brazil recovering. This was confirmed by the club on December 1. There are also doubts over Kim Young-Guan and Ryu Takao. Kim went off injured in the 1-0 win over Tosu on October 23, and was absent from Tuesday's, November 30, open training session. Takao wasn't in the squad for the frontale loss and having been taken off at halftime in the two previous fixtures with Oita and Nagoya, it's unclear if he missed out at Todoroki because of injury or non-selection. Predicted lineups and stats. Shonen Belmare. Perhaps the biggest anomaly in Shonen season to date was Satoshi Yamaguchi taking over from Binyu Kishima at the beginning of September after the latter had just seen off Cerezo, and Levere Kulpi, 
he always needs a mention, 5-1 away and drawn 0-0 at home to the side they love antagonizing the most, Arawa. Not exactly a turn of events that would usually precipitate a managerial switch at a yo-yo slash elevator, pick your poison, team like Belmare. With two wins and ten points from the ten games since the move, it's turned out okay, but hasn't exactly been a roaring success either. Regular J1 watchers may feel that Shonen are something akin to a cat whose nine lives are almost up as they narrowly avoided the drop in 2019, drawing 1-1 at home with Tokushima in the promotion-slash-relegation playoff and then finished 18th and last during the chaotic 2020 season when relegation was off the table. This is their fourth year in a row in Japan's top flight, their longest streak since the Belmare Hiratsuka era of the 1990s. Indeed, the side famous for developing Hidetoshi Nakata in the J-League's formative years is now home to a new generation of prodigious talents in the shape of Satoshi Tanaka, Taiyo Hiroka, and Taiga Hata. They potentially have a tough battle on their hands to keep that trio at the club regardless of what division they are playing in next season. Speaking of 2022, Shonen have been busy snapping up yet more young talent to bolster their ranks. Defender Kodai Minota, Hosei University, and forward Ryo Nomoto, Kanoya National Institute for Sport, will come on board with Nomoto having already made three J1 appearances across the past two seasons as a designated special player. Versatile duo Naoki Hara and Teisei Ishii will be promoted from Belmare's youth setup while defender Sir Matsumura, Tikio Nagaoka High School, midfielder Junosuke Suzuki, Tikio University Kani High School, and attacker Akito Suzuki, Hanan University High School, Osaka, round out the new faces. Team News As I'm currently running on fumes from a long, hard slog of a season I'll be mercifully brief in here. Kosei Tani can't play as per the terms of his loan agreement and Kashimaloni Daiki Suhioka is likely to be absent too. He was last seen in the home loss to Yokohama F. Marinos on October 1 while his former Antlers teammate Shintaro Nago hasn't surfaced since the game at Nagoya on August 15. The club confirmed that he had undergone surgery on December 1 to cure a foot problem picked up in training on August 17 and would be out for a further three months. Predicted lineups and stats. Thanks for reading and enjoy the game whoever you are supporting.